Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pro Series. Today, we have another interesting guest from HGTV. Um, if you're not familiar with some of the new shows on HGTV, there's a show called Farmhouse Fixer right now. Um, it is hosted by um, New Kids on the Blocks, um, Jonathan Knight, and Christina Crisson. Um, she's an interior designer. And today, I'll have the honor to interview Jay Rodericks who has done so many different things from set production for movies, TV shows, music videos, to commercial interior design, and also onto this show. So I'm so glad um, I get to sit down with Jay and talk to him about a little bit about his business um, and the show as well. Let me admit him. Yeah, perfect. Nice. How's it going? Let me see. I want to make sure you know better than me. I want to make sure I'm like in your frame. <laughs> you're, you're perfect. Okay, cool. Great background too. Yeah, man. This is the shop. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, you're supporting the North Coast, North of Boston shirt too. Yeah, North of Boston Studios. Yep. Or no BS for sure. For sure. Yeah. We'll get. Um. We'll do that towards the end end of the interview. But to start off, um, we want to talk about Farmhouse Fixer and. Could you explain a little bit to someone that hasn't seen the show or, ha or hasn't watched HGTV of the concept of the show and what you have, what's your part in the show? Yeah, sure. So um, <clears throat> in a nutshell, Farmhouse Fixer came to me years ago, you know, probably going on three years ago, a designer that I work with came to me and pitched this show. And the premise would be, we're in New England, we're in the Boston area. Mm -hmm. The premise is that um, it would be a renovation show that is saving historical homes, okay? Um, the key players in the show are Christina Creston, the designer, and Jonathan Knight, uh, who is one of the new kids on the block, is like world-renowned, uh, very popular yeah. band. And so John has been doing this work for a very long time. Like he's he has renovated over 200 homes. And oh, wow. so- some I don't know how the idea I don't know how HGTV and John found each other but he's been doing this work and he does a fantastic job so it was a natural fit and you know ultimately we've you know in this first season we've already released uh, HGTV has already shown the first three episodes and in each episode you know John approaches the family that owns the home um, they walk through some of the asks you know and then the design team christina creston puts her spin on john's ideas and what the way he envisions like the home uh, basically retaining its retaining its like historical qualities you know because mm -hmm. some of these homes like it's just remarkable what we find in these homes and it's been a total trip i'm a contractor i've been doing this for a long time but with this show they've specifically sought out some very unique homes it's been cool and yeah. the homeowners so far have been flipping out it's been cool yeah i mean they've come out like beautifully oh cool thanks Mr. yeah yeah i've seen them um, i still have recorded the one the newest one i haven't seen that one yet but yeah let's talk on that so has this always been a dream of yours to be on a show to show off like some of your design skills and your contracting skills 100% no. No. Like, honestly, if you told me, like, when the idea first, my, so I'm not <clears throat> as hip to the renovation shows, but I've been digging in. 
um, I lumped it into the category of uh, reality TV, um, kind of false uh, narratives being put in, you know, twisted. Um, the dramatic element of like, oh, we got you, or oh, like, you know, the whole foundation is falling apart. Uh, so I was very hesitant in the beginning. I did, I saw it as a great marketing tool, you know, hey, let's do this show. I did the pilot without asking too many questions. Um, nobody's really seen the original test pilot because that was just like all of us getting to know each other like three years ago. Uh -huh. um, the first episode is the real pilot that we shot. Um, but no, when I, when they first approached me to do this project, um, I was hesitant because I hadn't seen a lot of reality television that I was thrilled with. Not that I was 100% paying attention, but I can tell you that this is like, not, I don't want to say like, it, there's just like, it's not like the cliffhanger drama where they're trying to get to like the contractor to argue with the homeowner. It's really like, there's just a lot of love on set and, and like, these are some of the most brilliant people I've worked with from designers to craftsmen to like the plumbers, the electricians, the contractor we're working with on every episode is just like to see his work has upped my game. Like I'm a contractor, but to be around Sean Curran uh, and see the things that he's accomplished, it's been awesome. So it's really just like good vibes. Like the ultimate goal is just to inspire people to like love where they're living and like know mm -hmm. that like, you know, change is possible. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and like, even in the first episode, they have that real, real old farmhouse. Oh, um, and that's where you did that vanity with the yeah, yeah, yeah. cast. I think it was a cast iron sink. Oh my God. Yeah. That was like, yes. It was like from Freddie Flintstone era. Like that thing weighed a thousand yeah. pounds. It was crazy. You don't see houses like that on these shows as much. They're usually live pretty livable homes that are these designers are going to. That that home was like almost you had to do something to live in it. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a very unique home. That's the one where we found the well or John found the well, the water well underneath the home. Yeah. So there were there are surprises. I mean anybody who does construction or or any of these types of renovations, you, we know there's surprises, right? But like what I found with this show, and I think, you know, High Noon, who is, who is uh, editing all this, shooting, mm -hmm. editing, producing these, these films, um, they, just do they just do such a great job with letting the drama be the actual drama that is just a New England job site. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just not scripted. It's cool. It's, for me, it gives me a lot more comfort, like, um, going, going forward, you know, hopefully going forward like if the show gets good you know people seem we're getting a lot of love so it seems like people are really responding well to it and moving forward you know the hope is just to like continue to like find these like really creative cool projects and the homeowners have been remarkable so absolutely that's something as you bring that up about going to a season two how do you get there like so you see some people shows get renewed almost right away but how do, is it audience views or yep. just the love that you're just getting? No, I'm like the hippy dippy guy who appreciates the love. We need ratings. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I'm like on team farmhouse fixer. Like I want the show to be number one. Um, I tell everybody they can see it on HGTV Wednesday nights at nine, unless, you know, check local listings. Uh, and that's Eastern, uh, Eastern time. But yeah, so I appreciate the love. I love all the co beautiful comments people are leaving and stuff like that. But ultimately, no, we need ratings and uh, 
yeah, I just want, I want this show to be number one. You know, it's just Absolutely. like, it's got, it's got a lot of heart, you know, Jonathan, oh, yeah, Christina, yeah. like when you see their chemistry and the episodes keep getting better, uh, the pilot that episode one, we were kind of getting to know each other on camera and by episode two, like you could see, like we were really spreading our wings and doing some really unique creative things that I don't think, you know, we've seen before on, on, you know, the channels and stuff. So yeah. How, this is something I've always wondered when on HGTV shows they have them, it seems like you do the design in like a day, in a day, like you design it, you install it. Are you doing multiple job? Are they doing multiple episodes at once to yep. keep the ball rolling? So, oh my God. Yeah. So the real heavy lifting has been done by Jonathan. I have, I am living in the most sweet spot of everybody on the show. So the real heavy lifting is Jonathan, Christina Creston, the designer, and Sean Curran, the contractor, because they are literally with this season juggling multiple projects at the same time. Each job is moving a family out of their home for a minimum of like 90 days. So when you see something that seems like it was designed on the fly, mm -hmm. that's due to like editing. You know, that's the, the good people at High Noon who are editing all of this footage of like three months worth of footage down to basically... 40 minutes, you know, 40, 45 minutes. Um, so yeah, it appears like things are just being designed very quickly, but I can tell you that Christina and her team spent hundreds, if not thousands of hours on each project, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just with the design, it's a very thoughtful, you know, and John has a great vision too. Like Jonathan going into every project, like he has a really good vision for these full farmhouses. I bet. How, um, did you guys shoot any of this during COVID? Yeah. So the first episode, and that was the other thing is, is it was a lot to pull off. So the first episode we filmed was pre COVID, you know, mm -hmm. rough numbers. That was like two years ago. Um, this, the, and the rest of the episodes, the other five episodes um, of season one were all filmed during COVID. So there was, I mean, so it obviously, we thought we were going to start in late winter uh, some things were actually in the works, you know, people were like getting ready to move out of their homes. Um, if not had already moved out, like homeowners were actually moving their families out. COVID hits. Um, and literally the team just like, we were, all of our heads were spinning. Like, what do we do? Like, you know, but mm -hmm. by, you know, by spring, by the end of winter, a plan started to come into focus. Everybody at high noon like everybody was so into the safety protocols. Like we all went into it. Like we all have families. We all went into it. Like if we can, we will, you know, but no one knew what to do. And so the production company, they just like our team behind the scenes was like, I would touch my chop saw. This kid, Zach would come and like wipe it down. Like it was like, we had like a COVID team and that was, these are not just, these are people doing that on top of like all their other chores, like the lighting people, everyone was like taking their, like we took it super seriously. So yeah, five episodes were filmed during COVID. Wow. All masks until like masks, tests, temperatures. Um, we did all the stuff. And then Reese, our producer would say, or Victoria, either one, depending on which shoot we were doing would say, okay, action, the mask would go in the back pocket. We'd do the scene knowing we don't have COVID, the three of us, me, Christina, and John, or, you know, John and the contractor, Sean, or something like that. Yeah. So like knowing 
the three of us didn't have COVID, we'd stick our masks in our back pocket for that scene, which might've lasted five minutes or something at the most, mask back on. And then we just literally like, it was wild. I feel so fortunate to have been working. I mean, this is like a time where there's so, there's so much uncertainty in the world that the fact that we got to do this, like I'm beyond grateful. Like this is the ultimate experience. Like we, we had a really, really great busy year last year and, and it was because of the team. Um, with, with the farmhouse fixer team. It was just awesome. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Is, um, how is it working with Jonathan and Christina? Oh my God. They're so sweet. They're, they're like brother and sister. Like they, they like, um, so they knew each other before the show. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could say I've probably known Christina for like maybe eight years and I've known John since we met on that first test pilot. So like three years ago. Okay. And, uh, you know, we all hit it off, but yeah, John and Christina have a fantastic working relationship. And like episode one was not their first job together. They had been doing projects together and, mm -hmm. um, and then they just kind of grew as a team. I mean, it's remarkable. They kind of like finish each other's sentences, you know what I mean? And yeah. they both have like, you know, they're, they're like, <laughs> you know, like they, they think they call themselves like, you know, like TV husband and wife or something like that. I but like, they're that. sure. Like, I see them as like brothers and sisters because they tease each other a little bit. So that's awesome. So shows on on Wednesdays and Wednesdays at eight or is it nine o'clock? So it's nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Okay. So nine p.m. And HGTV has done pretty good at like so far. We're three weeks in listing that like on their social media, just Instagram. They're always posting like what's going to be on that day. They've been uh, re-airing episodes like a couple times on the weekends. Um, you really got to kind of follow to, since it's such a new show, you got to kind of follow HGTV to see what they're doing, but they're doing a fantastic job promoting yeah. it. You know? I'm guessing it's probably on Discovery Plus as well. Yeah, so Farmhouse Fixer is going to begin airing uh, episodes after April 8th. Like, okay. Don't quote me on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard. So starting on April 8th, Unless something has changed and they're already doing it, Discovery Plus will also be offering From House Fixer. Okay. Because a lot of people have asked. I didn't realize, like, a lot of people don't, like, I don't have cable, but, like, I didn't realize, like, a lot um, a lot of people don't have cable, you know? So, yeah. but people who pay for HGTV, that's how HGTV shows get made. So, that's, like, really important, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, uh, you know, I think, like, Hulu, Discovery Plus maybe philo something called philo i think they were advertising so it's just yeah. a different world you know but people absolutely yeah i have it on youtube tv and i could get it the next day usually cool. yeah cool so next i wanted to bring up actually your website and talk about north of boston studios sure do that because that's incredibly interesting it's weird right <laughs> that's why i think jonathan and christina like we have a good relationship. They know that they can just call me to do like any weird idea, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you've done literally everything from the commercial to interior design fabrication. Yep. S the, the set production side of it was the coolest thing for me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks for showing this. Yeah. So, I mean, in a nutshell, like I'm an art school, I'm like an artsy fartsy guy. I'm a sculptor. Um, and I went to art school, like I'm an art school dropout. Like I love my college. I went to Montserrat College of Art in Beverly. Um, I met some of the most fantastic people I've ever known there. Um, but I didn't finish school, but you know, just 
super lucky to have like one one chance one opportunity after the next has kind of come my way and you know could be like my hopeless you know hopeful like optimism or something i just jump on it like the hgtv thing when they i just am like i like the idea of like opportunity knocks just see what you can do and so yeah it's like our we are a licensed like you know construction company i've got my contractor's license and um but for the most part like they're creative jobs like i'm not doing like the same thing every day like my interest is really in like people come to me and ask me to do insane stuff like that thing you're showing right now is like um this all of kitteridge it was like a, all they told me was that bill murray was going to be in this movie i was like yep i'm doing it like I'm what <laughs> just tell me and they're like oh yeah francis mcdermott's in it and i was like what am i doing they're like you're going to make some rifles that are as soft as like a Nerf football. And we need you to make these little snails. You can see these little, see the leaf with a yeah. little like snail on there. There's a scene in that movie where the, where Francis McDermott was like picking snails off of uh, in her garden and like putting them in a bucket. So that's the type of jobs I get. Like one day someone will be like, Hey, can you build us an addition on our house? And the next day, like HBO is like, can you make us, five dozen snails that's <laughs> incredible because i mean yeah. you do do the interior design stuff but you're also so into like here for the music video um i saw it looks like you do some retail yeah that was for stride well. right something they did at target um just this awesome uh designer um came to me and just asked me to do that that's incredible yeah so like can anybody just come come to you and ask to get anything made yeah without a doubt i mean that like this is total like grassroots you know like we built this thing just like i said i'm a contractor like when i first started this company i was like bar backing at my you know i i quit my job you know doing my background after i left college um I stumbled into a job at Disney, you know, I had been living in Tampa at the time and I, uh, uh, basically an article in the paper about this person who was making props for Disney world. And I just went to the dude's shop and I was like, I want a job, like I'll do anything. And then a week later I was working behind the scenes at Disney world, like basically just like sanding Bondo on sculptures and stuff. But I learned a lot from like those experiences, like, and that's why, you know, being, seeing like, the really the thing I always tell people who are like interested in doing what I do is just basically put one foot in front of the other and just like start like put those feelers out start saying like don't be afraid to just walk into some place if you hear someone's making a shit for Disney or you know like the movie industry and that's something you're interested in drive there park out front and say who's the production like just jam your foot in the door because yeah. like that's like legit like there's so much um you know there's so much uh there's so many roadblocks if, if you like talk yourself out of things and i'm always trying to talk myself into like like the movie like that equalizer movie that you had on the other page with denzel um when i first started north of boston studios um we were like if we could get a, that was prior to me working on a movie for myself. I had done one Jeff Bridges, Ryan Reynolds movie called RAPD. Okay. Um, prior to that. And then I started the company and um, with Equalizer, it was like, if we could even get like one prop and one movie 
this year, that would be remarkable. And for Equalizer, we made 96 props for that movie. So every single scene, like, there's, like, this gun right here is that gun that you're, like, looking at. And it's, like, Nerf. You know what I mean? It's, like, a, a it's, like, something you could, like, whatever. This one is, this gun is from that first movie I told you about the RIPD it's just okay. like a weird like sci-fi gun so this whole this shop's just like full of like weird props and stuff like that that's um, so cool I get excited about it because it's like ultimately we made 96 props for that uh, equalizer movie so like every scene he's holding something that we made like a book or a shot glass or a corkscrew and that was only because you know like through just like basically asking for help like having a dream wanting to do that putting my hand up and saying like does anybody know anybody who works on the movies and then you know those opportunities filter in and I met this awesome uh, girl named Jen woman named Jen who uh, was a property master prop master and she just took a chance on me we, we you know hired me to do a lot of stuff for that movie it was it was awesome yeah it's I mean that's kind of the way this all started for me I just the worst thing someone's going to say to you is no. So might as well just go out and yes. if you want it badly, you'll get it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. I want to also say people to sh go to your website. Um, oh, you have your merch like you're wearing right now. Um, yeah, we just launched our web store, which has been, there's a lot of fun stuff on there. We like, uh, we've had such an awesome reaction with the, the web store and that's stuff I've been dreaming about doing for a long time. Cause I'm like an old, like skateboard, you know, like going to shows, like riding my skateboard around. So like I was always into t-shirts. So like we hire local artists to do our, a ton of our designs. So, and you know, we pay them, you know, obviously. So I think I was telling you on the phone, like when we first talked is like, my thing is like, I'm part of a community of like really incredible people, whether it's contractors, designers, local artists like local businesses local hardware stores like we're called north of austin studios because like the acronym is no bs like we're just all about doing doing good fun work and, and really bringing the community up with us and you can see that on that second episode like that you were telling farmhouse fixer second episode is full of like local artists who are doing awesome stuff yeah absolutely i remember that yeah, this is awesome. Also, have everybody um, follow you at North of Boston Studios on Instagram and Facebook as well. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hopping on today. And uh, Cool. Yeah, man. Tune in. It's fun stuff. Thank you so much, Eric. Appreciate no your time. Yeah, keep in touch and take care. And I hope nothing but the best for you. Right on, brother. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. See ya.